0: Chut chut, welcome to Tuscan Radio. I'm your host Drew Gretsch. It's been a little, it's been a little bit, guys. It, it's been a bit. I've, I've been busy um, with just a, a lot of things uh, going on in my life: school, uh, rowing, uh, just yeah. And, and podcasting-wise, there there's been a lot over on the Marvel side. So had a day here, I'm like you know what? I'm done tu- Tuscan Radio here in a little bit. Let's do some Tuscan Radio. Um, and of course, you know. Going into the summer, there is a lot of Star Wars coming out. We're going to be doing a whole lot. whole, whole lot of Star Wars stuff. Um, But we got some news on that. A whole, whole, whole lot of news for us to talk about. I'm I'm going to be reviewing uh, Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga, which I started playing and I absolutely love. So that'll be uh, toward the end of the show. Um, So starting off right now, this first little piece of news here about obi-wan kenobi obi-wan kenobi has been delayed i'm sure you guys have already heard this news kenobi's been pushed back by about two days so i'm just gonna play this little video here we got from ewan mcgregor just just uh letting the fans know hello star wars fans thank you for all your incredible support and response to obi-wan kenobi have some important news our premiere date is moving just a couple of days from wednesday to friday may the 27th but here's the exciting part the first two episodes will premiere together so make sure you tune in to both episodes of obi-wan kenobi streaming friday may the 27th exclusively on disney plus So yeah, uh, we're getting the first two episodes at that point, which puts so the schedule then for the for the show, not for the podcast. I'm I'm still working out how we're gonna do that. Is we, we're getting the first two episodes on Friday, May twenty seventh. Then, episode three on Wednesday, June first. So we'll by, you know, Friday, June third, a week after the premiere, we we will have seen half the show. We will have seen those first those first three episodes at that point. Um, episode 4 will debut on, June, on Wednesday, June 8th, so it'll just be a regular Wednesday release after that. Uh, episode 5, the penultimate episode on June uh, 15th, and then the finale on Wednesday, June 22nd. So that's fine. It's fine. Um, so the question is just like, why? Why are they doing this? Well, here's the thing. We have another piece of news... About Star Wars Celebration, which is uh, taking place in Anaheim, California, on that weekend. From Thursday, May 26th, to that Sunday, which I believe is the 29th. And, so this is the day before the show premieres. On Thursday, May 26th, there will be a panel. Uh, and this comes to us directly from StarWars.com. Star Wars Celebration returns in May, launching with a must-see showcase that will kick the weekend's festivities into hyperdrive. On Thursday, May 26th, Lucasfilm's top or Lucasfilm's current crop of live-action filmmakers will be joined by a special guests to discuss the many Star Wars adventures coming soon, including Obi-Wan Kenobi, Andor, and The Mandalorian. So they mentioned Kenobi in here. And that, that that is, I, I think it's fair to say, a lot of people's most anticipated show right now. It's not mine. That, that's still The Acolyte, and then Ahsoka, and then Mandalorian, and then Kenobi. That being said, I'm still very excited for Kenobi. But what news are you going to drop about a show that that releases, what, 12 hours? Less than 12 hours after this panel? So my, what I'm thinking is going to be happening here is that the people there... At the end of the panel, it's going to be, we know the show comes out tomorrow, but you guys are here. You can see the first two episodes early. That's why I think they did that because I don't think they want to have, you know, the first episode out on that Wednesday and then they premiere that and they they show that one and then the next one. And it's like, oh wait, we have six days where we have to avoid spoilers so, that's why I think they're doing it. That's what I think they're doing. I also think that this is going to be the number one panel to watch. I think right here at this one, that's when we're going to get a trailer for Andor. I think we, we could get, like, a premiere date for Andor and a little poster on maybe Star Wars Day. I don't know. But we'll definitely have a trailer here at this point. Because I that show is supposed to come out in, like, August, I think, is, is what I heard. Um, Mandalorian... I wouldn't expect a trailer for Mandalorian, especially considering that show's coming out, like, late this year. It, it's coming out, like, October, November, December. So, May is very, very early for them to release a trailer. Maybe a, a sizzle, a sizzle, but not a trailer. We would not be getting a, a trailer. Because they've they, they wrapped filming on Mandalorian. They've wrapped on the show. Or the the season, I I should say, but I I can't see us getting a trailer at at the moment. Um, I also think that we're, we'll be getting some casting announcements here um, for Ahsoka for the acolyte for sure. I also think right here we are going to be getting updates on the Lando series. Um, a few weeks ago, Donald Glover was on Jimmy Kimmel and he teased that he's working on the um, the Lando show for Disney Plus. He he teased it. So let's actually I'm, I'm gonna pull that up here right now. It's great. And you're working on a new Lando project for Disney Plus right now. <laughs> Am I? I made that hey, up to what? see what was going on. But um, <laughs> It's called fishing. You've like, never heard of it? You're making another alien. Is that true? Um, no, yeah, I, I'm, you know, I have a lot of things. I like to blossom and then go away. I like to blossom too. I love it. I know. I really <laughs> give people allergies and then disappear. And then disappear. <laughs> and like right now is definitely the the start of another one of those. I have like a ton of stuff I've been working on, but I just wanted to feel. It, I just wanted it all to come out at the same time. So like I feel like that's that's what's important. Well. Uh- so, I mean, he he did not explicitly say that he is um, starring in the Lando series. I, again, I think it's really likely that he he is going to be starring in in the show. Um, but you know, that's not necessarily going to be true, and I think we'll hear that officially at Star Wars Celebration. Another thing is Rogue Squadron. We're hearing a lot of conflicting reports right now about where that movie is, if it's even happening right now or not. And you know, following the you know release and production schedules of um, the previous Star Wars movies, account in December, The Force Awakens, Rogue One, Last Jedi, and The Rise of Skywalker, those all started filming the summer before. Uh, usually, like late summer, like j- late July or, or early August. Uh, before that, uh, before the year they would come out. So Rogue Squadron would have to start filming this summer and we'd probably hear casting announcements at Star Wars Celebration. If, or at least a mention, at least a mention. So if, there, if we get through this whole panel of live action, not D- Disney Plus series, live action, uh, this panel and we don't hear anything about Patty Jenkins or rogue squadron. I'm going to be saying that this movie is dead. It's not happening. So yeah, that, that's just what I'm thinking for that. We'll probably also get the announcement of this new, um, this new untitled series that's in development right now. Uh, the project, the code name for it is grammar rodeo, which, uh, we know that John Watts of the Spider-Man homecoming trilogy We'll be directing at least one episode of that series. So, that'll be really interesting. That'll be really interesting. I'm excited for that. Uh, I don't think John Watts... And I think i said this before on the show. I don't think John Watts is, like, a great director. I think that... I think he's done a great job with story. I think he's done a really great job with... The the story of... the Spider-Man movies. But... In terms of, like, visual style... Um... Yeah, there there are a few really well-directed scenes in Spider-Man No Way Home, but I wouldn't say it's, like, the best-directed movie I've ever seen. Um, But, yeah, I I like John Watts a lot. I mean, (laughs) No Way Home is, like, the number six highest-grossing film of all time. So, that's incredible. Yeah, so John Watts, cannot wait to see what he does in the Star Wars universe. Looking at other... Uh, panels that are coming. So we have one. Uh, so John Favreau, and again, this is from Star Wars.com. John Favreau and Dave Filoni to talk at The Mandalorian at Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022. The makers of The Mandalorian are coming to Star Wars Celebration Anaheim 2022. Star Wars.com is excited to announce that The Mandalorian creator John Favreau and executive producer Dave Filoni will make their first Star Wars Celebration appearance since the premiere of the Disney Plus series. Well, there hasn't been a Star Wars Celebration since 2019, so that makes sense. Um, the, the panel called Mando Plus, a conversation with John Favre and Dave Filoni, will take place Saturday, May 28th, and feature the duo along with special guests for a look back and look ahead at what's to come. So, yeah. What I'm thinking is we're, that we're probably going to get is, like, we'll get vague announcements like we'll get like some new casting stuff um on season three at this live action panel and then here is where we'll probably get more in depth with what's actually coming in this third season is is just my guess is just my guess right here so that's gonna be saturday may 28th uh this last panel that i i can see right now also again of course from star wars celebration fall in love with star wars the bad batch at star wars celebration the cavalry has arrived at Star Wars Celebration. On Sunday, May 29th, join host David Collins as he invites Star Wars The Bad Batch executive producers Brad Rao and Jen Corbett, who also serve as supervising director and head writer, respectively, Sir editor Matt Mishnovitz, and actors D. Bradley Baker, who of course plays everyone in The Bad Batch and all other clones in the series, and Michelle Ang, who plays o- Omega, to discuss highlights from their first from the first season of the acclaimed series as well as some exciting hints at what's to come in season 2. So yeah, that that's exciting. We have of course known that The Bad Batch season 2 is coming for we know that since like August. I think they were getting a season 2. And we've had it's been radio silence on that ever since. So I am excited for season two. It's my least anticipated of the shows right now that we're getting. Actually, no, that's not true. My least anticipated show we'll talk about here in a little bit. But yeah, season two, the bad batch is coming. We're getting some news here in just a, just a couple weeks, about a month and a half away. Yeah. I, I, I am excited. I am excited. Look, I'm excited for all star Wars coming come out. I am like, there's not one thing that's like, Oh, I'm not going to watch it. But, um, again, I, you guys can go back and listen to the podcast that I did for season one last year. I, I liked the show. I, I think it has the strongest first season of any of the Star Wars animated shows, but that's not saying a whole lot. Uh, Clone Wars season one is not all that good. Rebels C- season one, I I thought was solid, Thought it was solid, but there are only like five or six good episodes in that in that season uh and then resistance season one had a i think two or three good episodes amongst what was it 21 22 so yeah i i i thought there was a again a strong first season um good foundations to see where the show will continue but i honestly don't re- quite know what to expect from season two of the bad batch if if I'm being quite honest right now, so is there any of are there any other really big announcements for things uh, in regards to Star Celebration? Nope, not officially. So, and, and by by officially I mean coming from stars.com Star dot com. But another thing we're hearing right now, um. So, this is, is coming from Cinelinks. I'll, I'll see, see if I can find the article. Uh, Star Wars. I should have this on before, but I didn't. <laughs> um, yeah, so Cinelinks is reporting at the moment that Star Wars Visions, like, coming back for Season 2, they they've been working on it for a while, and it's supposed to come out this year. I liked the first season. I I liked some episodes more than others, but I I thought it was solid. Thought it was solid. It, honestly, it's not a show I've gone back and rewatched. It, it's not a show that I've gone back and rewatched since then which i, I probably w- will do um so what sinelinks is saying and again this is not like deadline That's not variety so take this with a grain of salt over the last few days i've had and i'm qu- quoting the article here over the last few days i've had multiple independent sources reach out to tell me some good news not only is star wars visions two in the works and pretty much has been since the first season hit but it is set to arrive this year. The timing is tough to pin down, but I've heard both September and October thrown around thrown out there. So I think a general fall release date would be what we're looking at. While I haven't been able to pin down which animation companies will be getting this time around, I've heard there will be some returning studios who would be doing follow-ups on stories and characters from the first season. Again, I have no details on the shorts themselves, so I can't tell you which continuations we might see. Either way, I'm pretty damn excited. One source is pretty confident we'll get confirmation, possibly even footage of Star Wars Visions during next month's Star Wars Celebration, but that's also a tough nut to crack. Announcement timing is never easy to track, but I've heard before Celebration would be, but I've heard before Celebration would bring a deluge of news that would set the record straight on many reported projects going around and maybe that live action High Republic show we reported on earlier this year, which uh, is the grammar ro- rodeo one. So, what would I want to see from Star Wars Visions 2? I want to see just more of the same, really. Like, there were a lot of shorts in there that I really, really enjoyed. Like, which ones, I'm just going to lock in my Disney Plus right now. Like, which ones would I want to see Uh, get sequels? So, pretty obvious one for me is The, the Duel. I really, really liked that episode. That's one. Also, The Ninth Jedi, and The Elder. The Elder was my favorite of the entire season. Uh, So, that's the one that I really, really want to see a continuation of that with those same characters. Um, T0B1, I I don't really remember these all that well, if I'm being completely honest. I I really do have to go back and rewatch Visions. So, yeah, I'm excited, guys. I, I am excited. Again, it's Star Wars, so of course I'm excited, but... Hopefully, this second season is uh, is solid. I hope. I hope we get more... Just things in Star Wars we never thought we would get to see. And also, I don't want them to be really, like, bogged down by continuity whatsoever. Like, I, I'm i glad this isn't canon. I, I'm glad this isn't canon. I'm glad that some of these are set in their own universes, which we were pretty clear about. Like, the the duel, there is no way that that exists in the main timeline. Now, just because I, I do think this does confirm, you know, like, a Star Wars multiverse, I don't necessarily think that multiversal elements are something are things that have to be explored within Star Wars. I think it's perfectly fine to just have these separate Timelines that never intersect, that you can keep storylines going. It, it, it's just my opinion there. Like, I, I don't think it's necessary for to have like a Spider Man No Way Home style Star Wars multiverse movie. As, as cool as that would be, as cool as that would be, I, I don't think it's necessary at all. So, I was looking at is there any other real like big news? Oh, you know what? There is. We actually do have some casting for The Mandalorian Season 3. Of course, uh, they, they have wrapped filming, but there's been some casting news. And um, The Hollywood Reporter. The Hollywood Reporter. So very reliable. The Hollywood Reporter is essentially um, confirmation that it, it, it's essentially the same thing as just coming straight from Disney. Christopher Lloyd is joining The Mandalorian season 3. Which is awesome. Um I've really only seen him excuse me. I've really only ever seen him in you know the the, the back to the future movies. Most recently he was in um Nobody, which came out last year. I love that movie. It stars Bob Odin Kirk. It's essentially like a John Wick style movie. Um i actually like nobody more than john wick i think nobody's really really great it's streaming right now on HBO max and it's it's a fun fun action movie so and Bob Odenkirk in that is great is like he can still do do some action i don't think he'll have that much combat in in the season i mean I, I it's not like i can confirm anything like i don't, I don't know anything in particular but that would be awesome i I think seeing Christopher Lloyd join the Mandalorian would be really really cool and something i I really won't want to see because he is he's is such an incredible actor he is an absolute just like icon <laughs> so yeah i i I'm excited I am excited um another piece of news. As I just go through the stuff that as I just like go go through the stuff that I'm catching up on. Andrew Stanton is going to be writing episodes. Uh, at least one episode of Kenobi. Is he directing as well? No, he's not directing. He's writing an episode of Kenobi. And that is awesome. It says that so I IMDB says that he's writing the fifth episode of the series um, Andrew Stanton, uh, well, let me just run through his writing credits on IMDb, because that, that's what's relevant here, not his directing credits, so, here we go, Toy Story, A Bug's Life, Toy Story 2, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo, WALL-E, Toy Story 3, John Carter, Finding Dory, and Toy Story 4, He's has a lot of stuff with, with, uh, with Disney and with Pixar, I can't speak to John Carter. I've I haven't seen the movie yet. I know it's up on I know that it's up on Disney Plus, but I just have not seen it. But the Toy Story movies. The Toy Story films are without a doubt I think the greatest animated film series of all time. I don't think they're the greatest a- animated movies of all time, but in terms of film series. Themes of film series and you, you you look them as a whole i think it is the best Lightyear is my is one of my most hyped movies of this year that the batman and multiverse of madness are my most anticipated movies this year oh and and the, the northman the northman looks great and so does um that that new nicholas cage movie the unbearable way to massive talent that movie looks awesome that movie looks freaking awesome Anyway, I'm so happy that Andrew Stanton's going to be writing an episode of the show. Like, they're bringing out the big guns with the, um, with just everything involved. Um, other writers, um, include Hannah Friedman, Friedman, uh, I'm just looking at her writing credits. There's nothing really jumps out at me for writing, but you look at her, oh, also not much for producing, but she's, but she is working on... Um, the Willow series on Disney Plus. So she is doing other Disney Plus shows that are Lucasfilm related. I just can't wait. This show looks really, really awesome. This show looks awesome. It it does. Uh, I think it's going to be a good breath of fresh air, a nice palate cleanser after the Book of Ophé. A show that I did like. I I did like the Book of Ophé, but I didn't love it. This is going to be a great palate cleanser, I, I think. Um, and moving into the future of Star Wars, I, I think I think if I had to pick one show that maybe wouldn't do as well, it would probably, probably be Andor. But, I mean, look at the Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Look at WandaVision. Though those are shows that took these, like, you know, minor secondary characters. Like, no one was saying that, like, Vision's my favorite Avenger. You know, like, no one was saying that. But people are saying that now. Um. You know, I, and I think Andor's gonna do well. I think Andor, I'm glad it's 12 episodes. I hope it's 12 episodes in one season. You know, because there are reports that they're starting to shoot season three. And it's like, oh, well, maybe they shot seasons one and two back to back. And it's just gonna be six episodes. Which would be Disappointing in my opinion that would be disappointing. Cuz I I want longer seasons for these for these Star Wars Disney plushes, and, and the Marvel ones as well. I think that they should have like 8, 10, 12 episodes. So yeah, uh moving on now. I believe I believe that is everything for the news. For Star Wars in the last in the last few weeks here. Um, yeah, I, I think that's mostly it. But, alright, so moving on now. Moving on now. To Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga. Okay. At this point in the game, I've... I finished the story for the prequels. I finished the story for the prequels. I'm about halfway through the story for A New Hope. Uh, I've played around in, in the yeah in the Galactic Free Play a little bit, so I've not played them all. I've played about a little bit less than half. The, uh, no, because like with the percentages, but in terms of story, I played a little bit less than half the game. I I love it. I love this game so much. I've said for a while, like, my dream Star Wars game, my dream Star Wars game is fully open world, it's fully open world, uh, you can choose your time period you want to live in, you can be a bounty hunter, you can be a Jedi, you can be a, be a crime lord, you can be a rebels trooper if you want, while this game, like, I wouldn't anticipate us getting that in Lego form, but guess what? We got that game in Lego form with the Skywalker saga. And the complete saga the, the, the last one. Actually no, the last one was the Force Awakens, the one before that, the complete saga which was episodes 1 through 6. It was that in the Clone Wars that really like gave me an appreciation for this for this franchise. And this game is worth the wait. This game was worth the wait. It's worth the what? Sixty. I I bought the deluxe, so that's seventy dollars. But with the de- deluxe edition, you get like all the character packs. Like you get like right now, you have the, the Mandalorian, you have the Trooper pack, you have the Solo pack, and you also get a um, you you also get a little Kenobi, uh, like yellow head, like two thousand two era kenobi minifigure that you can play as which is pretty cool so i'm just gonna look right now what are the release dates for the rest of those character packs because i I know they're coming soon i I believe there's one coming out next week so i'm just looking here at the dlcs so the rogue one pack is out april 19th and then on may 4th we have the last two character packs being the mandalorian season 2 which includes ahsoka boba fett Bo-Katan, Fennec Shand, and Moff Gideon. And we're also getting the Bad Batch one, which is Hunter, Wrecker, Tech, Crosshair, and Echo. So, it doesn't look like we'll we'll be getting one for the book Boba Fett. Uh, I don't think we need one, because the only two characters you, you, you really want to play as are Boba Fett and Fennec Shand. I guess also the Mandalorian, but they're already incorporated into the game. So... They've been selectively incorporated into in the games. Some of you know what I'm talking about there. That's not a reference to anything, like, Star Wars-related. Um, but, yeah, so, I, and the Rogue One pack includes Jin, Bodhi, Cassian, K2, turret uh, Baze, and Crack. So you'll get seven more there. Anyway, that's not the point of the game. It It is, it, it's, it's fun, but... Oh, and then, looks like Classic Characters is also on, on April 19th. Oh, oh, okay, so sorry, I'm, I got confused there. The one, the only ones that are out right now are The Mandalorian Season 1 and Solo A Star Wars Story. The Mandalorian one includes Din Djarin, Grief Karga, Kara Dune, IG-11, and Queel. And what's actually really fun is when you play as Din jarrin there's a little Grogu that follows you around. Like, you can't play as Grogu, but it's really fun. There's just a little Grogu that follows you around. Um, but that's just for Din. So when it's only when you play as Din, that's when that happens. The solo one includes the solo versions of Han, Chewie, and Lando. And then the only version that we've seen of Enfist Nest, Kira, and Beckett. The classic, the classic characters pack, which is out, I think, on the nineteenth. so That's Tuesday, I believe. Includes, so the original minifigure version of Obi Wan is just there for the pre order. So if you pre order the game, you get that. But if you didn't, you you don't have the game yet, then you are not going to get it. But you'll also get the original versions of Luke, Leia, Han, Vader, and Lando, which I think is really fun. The trooper pack includes five stormtroopers, uh, stormtrooper specialist variants: the Death Trooper, Incinerator Trooper, Range Trooper, Imperial Shore Trooper, and Mimban. Just be with I feel like I already have those in the game. I don't pay too much attention to that. I just want to play the game. Okay, I probably should have cut that out. I'm not going to. I think it's fun. Whew. I'm. I. I have two complaints about the game. I have two complaints about the game. One of them is a complaint, I think is maybe more specific to this game. And I don't play a ton of video games, guys. I, I mostly just play the Star Wars stuff. So I, I've been told this is like a thing for most video games, but this one, I'm, I'm, I'm noticing it in particular. So the first one, I, I'm not a big fan of the, the flight controls. I'm not a big fan of those flight mechanics for Skywalker Saga. It's not that they're bad; it's just I feel they're a bit hard to use. I think it's I feel like it's hard to aim. It's not quite what I'm used to. Excuse me. It's not quite what I'm used to from the the Battlefront games. That's n- number one, which is fine. There's not and the other thing. the le- The episodes aren't all that long. Like you can honestly like knock out an episode of one of the movies in the same in, in the same or less time as it takes you to actually watch said movie like the phantom menace that one was really very short as was Re- revenge of the sith those were some really really short episodes attack of the clones is a bit longer um, a new hope which i'm playing through right now not obviously right the second but that i am playing through is it feels a bit longer as well, and then so there's that the thing that the other thing I don't like the split screen. I think that the way that, they, the, the way that they chose to divide the screen, I'm not a big fan of it. Now, obviously, split screen in every game is not ideal, but when you look at battle at the Battlefront games. Um, again, speaking of someone who really only plays Star Wars games, the split screen is horizontal, whereas here it's vertical. So you're getting, you're getting the full like height, but you're not getting the length that you really want to, that you really want to be able to, you know, fully experience the game. And it's, it is, like, quite, it, it, it's, it's difficult to really place yourself there. So, that's just one thing. It's not the biggest deal, but I just prefer to play, uh, solo. But this game is a lot of fun. This is a game that is so much fun. There are so many, like, deep-cut Easter eggs. Like, one of my favorites that I found, uh while whilst playing through New Hope is there's a point when they first get to the Death Star where you have to go and talk to Obi-Wan and Obi-Wan goes, We have to get to higher ground. Then I like that that's great. Love that a lot. Another thing that they did was Um You can have okay, so in one of the cutscenes, when Obi-Wan first hands Luke anakin's lightsaber luke puts it right up to his eye like he does in in, in the meme and i thought that was really really funny that, that 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 was funny um you have the mumble mode here which i i i'm a big fa- I, I really like like the mumble mode um when i i played it with um yvonne over the over the last weekend i i played it and he had the mumble mo- mode on like that's fun but i like hearing the easter eggs um, so, the planets and moons you can go to in the Skywalker Saga are Naboo, Tatooine, sorry, T- on our Naboo, Tatooine, on the Sons of Tatooine, you can go to Coruscant, Kamino, Genosis, Kashyyyk, Utapau, uh, Mustafar, Yavin 4, Hoth, Dagobah, Bespin, Endor, Jakku, Takodana, Dakar, Starkiller Base, octo Kintanika. This can't Crate, uh, Ajin Closs, Pasana, Kajimi, Kefbeer, and Exil. It's 26 different planets. And you can also, um, while it's on a planet, you can also explore Star Destroyers and the Death Star, which I think is really, really cool. Like... And I hope this is something that, like... as more and more planets are added, to the Star Wars universe, like you can go and explore those as well. Like, I would like to visit Jeddah and and Kessel and um, that snow planet from the, uh, from the solo movie. You know, like, those are some planets that I'd really, really like to visit in this game and, and do some missions, collect some bounties. But yeah, I, I really, really love this game. I think it's so much fun. Yeah, it's great. And there's just so much to do. There is so much to do in Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. I don't know if I'll ever actually get, like, to 100% in this game. Yeah, but, like, even beyond, like, the going, like, being able to get updated versions of... The six films in in the of the complete saga, back from like 2010 or 2011, so getting those updated is great. but then also you know having the sequels added to it I think is a lot of fun. again, I, I like the sequels. but the big draw of this game for me is all of the is just the open world nature of, of free play. I think that there's so much fun you can have there. There's just so much you can do. I, I'm i really hoping, like, you know, that we get, like, beyond the character DLCs, we get actual, like, um, maps for the planets of Rogue One and of Solo and the, the Mandalorian. I think that, would, that could be great. I think that could be great. But it would take a while, because this game has been in development for how long? This game was first announced um in like 2019 in like summer 2019 and you know th- they couldn't like do the rise of Skywalker yet because the movie hadn't come out so they're like all right we're just gonna have to wait you have to wait and see and i'm I am glad that that this this is a game that took its time this game took its time to get to that perfect level and now it's here. And, and it's not like, um, it, it's not like Cyberpunk, where Cyberpunk wasn't ready to to, to be released. And there were so many bugs, because everyone was just like, release the game already. Just release the game. It's not the case here. Like this, as I said, took they took their time, and here are the rewards of it. You have a great new Star Wars game. So, yeah. Definitely get it. Definitely, definitely get it. Um, I don't know if you guys can tell, but I absolutely adore everything about Lego Star Wars Cargo Saga. So, yeah. Uh, That's probably going to do it for today's show, guys. Thank you so, so much for listening. Go and and check out our Twitter, at Tuscan Radio Pod. Also, go and check out um, the Marvel Podcast, another Marvel Podcast. Go and check it out. We have a lot of great stuff coming over there. So yeah, thank you guys so, so much for listening. I'm Drew Grudge. May the force be with you always.